Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast, episode 208. This show is brought to you by PeachPay with their streamlined express checkout and WP Activity Log that helps you or your clients keep track of team changes on the store. We'll tell you more about our pod friends later in the show, but let's dive into another biz chat as Robbie Adair goes one-on-one with this week's guest. Hello, and welcome to this biz chat version of Do The Woo. I'm very excited today. I'm Robbie Adair, by the way, and I'm very excited today to be welcoming Courtney Robertson onto the show. We're going to talk about one of my most favorite topics, which is training. Um, And so, Courtney, welcome to the show. Hey, Robbie. It's actually really good that I got to chat with you today. Um, I've heard a lot about you. Other people have told us to connect So it's good that we get to have this conversation. I'm excited. Thanks. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. It's nice to actually put a face with a name because we have chatted a few times in the, in the uh, channels, but yeah, it's, it's always nice to see people in person. So, um, so you work for GoDaddy, uh, as your day job, but then when you put on your, your, uh, nighttime hero cape, you are one of three that run learn, uh, for WordPress, correct? Yeah. So I work at GoDaddy Pro as a dev advocate. I do get to put a little bit of time through Five for the Future in during my day towards what I do at the make.wordpress.org slash training team. We're the team behind learn.wordpress.org. But I also do contribute in addition to that, whether that's through attending a tributary events or working on some writing that exceeds perhaps work hours. Um, There's just a lot going on. And I really care a lot about training people with WordPress. I know. I when I saw you know because I'm in I'm in the channels and I see you and I'm just like I don't think Courtney ever sleeps. Like you and you and the other two uh, <laughs> leaders of the group. I'm just like like you're you guys are always in there. You're always talking. You're always taking care of things. I'm just like very impressed. And so um, tell me about the uh, tell me about your other coordinators too though and how you guys do split up. I mean I think that's a great idea that you have three leads. And not just one league, because if one league goes out for a while or whatever, it affects the team. But having three, how how do you guys distribute that? Yeah, so uh, I handle a good bit of the educational perspective, the instructional design. We have a, a few contributors that are sponsored by Automatic, specifically working on creating content for Learn. So I interface a good bit with them. We all chat together as we do, but. Hala is based out of the UK. She is a Nigerian lady. A lot of folks have probably encountered Hala through places like WordFest. She brings her skills as a project manager to our team. And that is so valuable when we think about constantly evolving curriculum and writing and training materials. .org ships an update. Uh-oh, we got to revise things. So a good project manager could help keep things flowing along as we know. And then Puja brings along the experience of being a co-founder of a plugin company and the mindset of what's needed from that perspective as well. And she's based in India. So really what might be fun to track is that we actually all do sleep. Um, but we're on very different time zones. So we do what we can to make a time for us as a team to get together. We have an office hour that, that actually oddly works for all three of those time zones. I'm in the U- in the East Coast of uh, North America. So we span the globe where we can, and we continue to help the globe where we can too. 
Awesome. Yes, that's no wonder why every time I go on that channel, there's a new <laughs> message for me to read. I'm like, wow, holy mackerel. Because <laughs> yeah. you guys literally are working 24-7 when you distribute it that way. So that's a really awesome. I really like that concept, just thinking about that, even for other distributive teams, marking leaders that are in such variety of time zones. It's, that's a cool idea. I like that. Um, so we know we just had a big, big uh, drop in the new release of full-site editing and things like that. So how did that uh, cause chaos amongst the, oh my gosh, we've got to update things in Learn? Right. So great question. Uh, the training team, I would say, we have been around as a team making resources. We have a few content types that we have to evaluate anytime an update happens. That would be lesson plans that a meetup organizer or something like Girl Develop It or a few other organizations have made use of our lesson plans to run their group. So meetup organizers are widely encouraged. Please come take this. If you're struggling for what to present to your group, you could use a lesson plan and it tells you what to say and any exercises that go with that. Direct learners can go to the workshops area and view videos that are fairly brief about specific topics. And then we have courses as well. And the courses are a, probably the newest feature inside of Learn. And the courses actually will show on your WordPress.org profile. You have to be logged in to go through the course. And they will show on your .org profile that you have completed that course. And it's a great way to dive deeply into a topic. And we had um, three courses roll out that were specific to full site editing in different phases of that. So it's a combination of text and videos and links to appropriate resources, but it's a really good way to evaluate, like digging into the meat of what's changing and what's going on. And then we also have social learning spaces and social learning spaces are actually organized through meetup itself. So think of it like a more ad hoc kind of a meetup group that happens. There are sessions almost every weekday going on. A lot of them right now are based out of North America. But again, we're aspirational. We would like to have them run in multiple languages and around different time zones and things. So all that to say, wow, there's a lot of momentum happening. Uh, training team's been around since 2014. Learn launched around state of the word in 2020 officially. And since then, we're definitely growing in our content. We're doing more towards having content ready at release. So if you envision those four different types of content and perhaps different audiences, then having material ready at release is new to our team. Uh We have not previously had the expectation that maybe folks have had of docs. I'm not saying the docs sets the standard, but um, folks want material ready at release. And of course, this is a contributor project. Everybody is welcome to come and participate and help get things ready. And to that effect, we'll have some news in the near future, but we're hoping to do an event soon where those that are interested in contributing to 6.0 uh-huh. between docs, which would be .org slash support, developer.wordpress.org, if they're interested in contributing to the marketing team around the promotionals and identifying emerging FAQs for what's going on in 6.0, if they're interested in contributing to training and the work that's on Learn in any of those areas, perhaps a joint session where we all get together and we start with an idea of how do we assess what's going to change? How does a new contributor figure out what's going to come in six if we're nowhere near having dev notes yet? And one of the big hints is go read Gutenberg plugins change logs. It's a great starting point. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a great tip. Okay, so we've just given everybody their nugget for the day in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Courtney. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, it, it, and, you know, we're also, you know, at OS Training, we're also, you know, getting ready for some of the new things too. And and you're right. It is sometimes it's like, we, we a lot of times don't come out with our releases till after the release because we need them to come out and, and uh, we, we don't always have the time to go through all the release notes. Plus there are some of those like changes that happen right before the release does happen that if we've done all of our screen, cause ours is all video. So if we've done all of our screen captures and then you have to go back, that's a, that's a lot of work. And so we typically wait till after, but I love that that learn is trying to get all of these pieces and it is a lot of moving pieces all, you know, updated as soon as possible to the release. I love it or coinciding with it. That's fantastic. And partnering as closely as they can with other teams in that journey, because you know, we're using WordPress TV. We need docs to be our textbook, basically, before we turn it into the classroom instruction portions. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, everyone, Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. If you are looking for an express checkout for you or your client's Woo shop, look into Peach Bay. It's customizable and makes it easy to change button colors, text, width, border radius, and a lot more on product pages, the cart page, checkout page, and the mini sidebar checkout. It also has an optional short code that allows you to drop it in wherever you'd like. You can even go further with customizations by adding upsells, cross-sells, and related products, as well as notes, coupons, discounts, and both multi-currency and multilingual options. PeachPay can also work as a supplementary checkout option or as a single payment method. And lastly, you can collect payments through Stripe, PayPal, Google Pay, and Apple Pay with more payment methods coming down the road. It's all there. Just check it out at peachbay.app. If you or your clients have a team keeping your Woo shop running smoothly, it's even better to make sure you are on top of what's going on. WP Activity Log helps you or your clients keep track of team changes in WooCommerce, such as changes in the store settings, coupons, orders, products, and a lot more. Now this in turn improves team accountability and meeting those compliance requirements. And what's really cool, WP Activity Log allows you to show your clients what you've been working on during development and even maintenance. So I suggest you get on top of that and visit WPActivityLog.com. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. So um, tell me too, because I don't know how far this is. This is one of the things that uh, one of the reasons why you and I got introduced to begin with, which is the the uh, thoughts about going towards a certification type program. So can you give us any insights on what that might look like or when we might actually be starting some sort of beta or progression towards that? Yeah. So I, I would encourage folks to view the easiest way for me to verbally tell you all the link is if you go to make.wordpress.org slash training, you will find a blue box called highlighted posts. And in there, it has goals for 2022. The training team, about a dozen of us got together over 
three consecutive weeks setting out our goals for this calendar year. And that's an, that does include, but not very specifically including what are the content pieces, like what's every lesson plan, course, and things. Aside from that, a little bit higher level, what are we looking at for learn? And so in that, we see for the month of March, um, beginning phases would include, we've moved our project management from Trello to GitHub. So we're still in the migration of that. If anyone's joined our channel lately, I apologize ahead of time. We have been really noisy when we migrated everything. I'm done being <laughs> Sorry, Robbie, if you're following in there. That was a day full of alerts. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. Um, now that we're done with that, uh, we have other goals going on for the month of March, starting with a rough draft of a needs analysis before the month ends. So a needs analysis, for those that aren't familiar with instructional design or teaching, is basically saying, what should be there? But asking more specific questions to pull out really good information. What should be there? In what order? What is the higher priority items? And then from that needs analysis, uh, we will be forming a way to outreach. We're going to hopefully start up a curriculum advisory board, similar to the ways I, I come from teaching at a boot camp and before that teaching at a VOTEC, a career technical school. So we have employers in the industry telling us what they needed, right? And so along that same lines, this is a community initiative. So we want to hear from the community. Um, what training do would business owners need? What training do employers need? What training do those that do a lot of contracting or subcontracting need? And making sure that we've got that accounted for somewhere in the pipeline. Once we get through that, there will be a phase, I think it's just discovery around Q4 this year, um, where we're beginning the process of looking at certification. And I am the first to tell people the first time WordPress certification came up, there was a very heated conversation and I felt a little put on the spot. Um, but that was me in 2015 and a lot of what was uh, 2015. And um, the WordPress community at that time was looking at, you know, who's going to monitor it? Who wants this? Whatever. Fast forward to this year and you look at the job ecosystem. There are lots of job postings. WordPress has grown exponentially in that time. There's a lot of development needs going on so that the plugin ecosystem, that WooCommerce, that all of these things can also work in FSE. And the programming languages are, are evolving themselves, getting WordPress up to speed with PHP 8.1, with PHP 8. All of those things are factors, as well as leaning in more towards JavaScript and React. And so that changes everything from senior devs through what you expect for entry support inside of larger product companies. So everybody has these jobs and they need certain amounts of skill for these jobs. I was teaching at a boot camp, And while at this boot camp, I said, I've worked four years previous to that in technical support at the events calendar and handling release communications. Here's the minimum that I suggest for somebody that is going to do that or a junior entry dev. Because there is nothing official at this boot camp to point them towards, they said, okay, we'll include that. Instead, what the students got was a walkthrough of an outdated underscores course, which was still good. But it taught them template hierarchy and template tags and PHP. But it was outdated a year ago, and that's what they were able to get. And they, were, they should have had more in PHP foundationally so that they could be back compatible if they're coming in as an entry dev. If they're going to go into something that's fancy, headless React, cool, you still need to talk to the database. 
Even if you're a front-end dev, you need to know enough about how WordPress puts things into a database and pulls things out of a database. Even if everything's happening over APIs, it still matters. And I hear oftentimes from my friends that are devs in a headless environment more, they have to teach the WordPress way to their new staff. So if you factor all of that together and you look at, well, why WordPress certification? Well, people need jobs. There are jobs to be had. People need employees. We need to get the hiring thing figured out. And that intersection between an employer and any type of a training provider and saying, here's what it means to be proficient, to be adequate, to be ready for this job. Here is what would be expected. Having a common consensus, I think, is going to rising tide lift all ships. And so therein is why we're pursuing it and, and where things are headed with that. Um, I am excited about doing the discovery phase, and I really want this to be a community initiative. And I think that's the same sentiment that everybody on the training team would have. This needs to come from the community. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I've been involved in other open source projects with their certification uh, rollout, as well as my agency. We've done more we were on the side of creating the training materials for certification tests out there. Um, so I've kind of seen it from both sides. And I will say that as much as you want to have all of your training in place before you develop the certification test, when you start building that test, that pool of questions and, and, and that really, because what you're looking at is exactly what you said. You're wanting to actually literally certify that this person has the fundamental knowledge to do X, right? Whatever that is, develop or maintain or whatever. And so if we're trying to say they have the fundamental knowledge, what is in the training may or may not exactly cover all of that, or it definitely doesn't cover it in the way that would allow them to learn it from there and answer a question. Um, and then of what we found, like when I worked in the other open source project too, the other thing that starts coming into play here, like usually my agency, we're working on, let's say US companies, it's all in English. Mm -hmm. Once you start looking at an international community, now you start having to have translations made. Mm -hmm. There gets to be some loss, like, uh, did it really make sense in that language? And so then there's questions on the the correct answer. And, and it becomes, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big job. It's a very big job to create certifications. But I am with you. I wholeheartedly believe in them and who better to certify than the community itself. And so I think that it's great that WordPress is looking at having a certification. I know you can go to other places and you can do, I mean, you can come to us training and do courses and get a certificate, right? Or you can go other places and you can do their courses and they may even say you have a certification or whatever, but having a certification from WordPress will mean a lot for people. Um, but it will it's going to mean more work for learn. Sorry, but you know, it's going to happen. Yes. As soon as that test yes. comes out, it's going to be like, yeah, we need to do some training tutorials on this so that people understand this question. Sure. Yeah. And along the way, uh, areas that the team has elevated um, to be important include learning from other open source projects, what has worked and what has not worked. Um, learning from other web development organizations that have some form of certification, whether proprietary or not, what has worked, what hasn't worked. Looking at things like there may be different types of certification, not just a blanket WordPress certification, but a certification that might indicate something like some places call it happiness engineers or care guides or technical support, what have you, the role of answering customers' questions and tickets. Um, 
what's proficient for that? And maybe different tiers even. What would be a designer pathway? What would be a developer pathway? What might be you need if, if it's somebody that's working in DevOps, but they need a certain proficiency in WordPress. Well, what does that look like? Um, and <laughs> it's big and it grows. And then you factor in, uh, I myself am about 45 minutes from where you can only get internet by dial-up still. I'm near Gettysburg. But we also have folks that are pulling in information from a cyber cafe in remote locations and then heading back to their home to view the materials exponentially. And something I have absolutely loved seeing happen is that uh, Alex Stein, who is the accessibility team rep, one of the team reps for accessibility team, and also a DevOps engineer at Kinstop, has taken a real strong interest in what's going on and learn. And Alex does not have any vision. So Alex has been logging some accessibility tickets already. And we have things in the works eventually, like having Glot Press, which uh, for those unfamiliar, there are a couple ways that WordPress sites can handle locales. One of them is with a tool called Rosetta. So if you are in the UK, you get served a slightly different version of WordPress.org than what we see. If you were in Spain or in parts of South America, everything would be in a different locale. Uh, so Rosetta does that. That's not going to be a good solution long-term for things. So eventually on the roadmap is having a full content translation available of the material on Learn. And we have a wonderful problem where after this release, because Learn was linked to right in the about page, lots of people showed up in the channel and said, I'm already starting to translate this into this other language. Where can we put this? Um, wow. So we're working on it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, yeah. though. That's great news to hear that. Yeah. You know, when you... Yeah. You know, in any community, you can get stuck in the the Twitter noise sometimes or, you know, some of the uh, grumblings. But it's always so nice just to hear the, the the positive side of things, right? And the way the community does come together when they need to. And that's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's going to, it will be interesting. And this is what I always find with CMSs to do something like a certification, is you really, like you said, what, what all do they need to know? Well, we, you can't create a certification that's, that's more outside of core. And that's what I'll call it outside of core. Like, you, you know, you're not going to do one that's on a certain type of plugin because this is just about WordPress at the core or the, or anything that's automatic. I'm going to say that if you think it's automatic. Um, but a lot of people don't always use that. And that was what we found in the other CMS is let's say we one multilingual is a great example. If we if we had questions about multilingual setup, there are people who never used multi they could be experts. They could they could be, you know, devs that have written extensions or plugins or whatever, you know. And they were like, I don't know, I've never had to have that. I've never had to do that at the core level, even though it was always there. So there are core features, same same in the WordPress world, right? There's core features. And even now that we've got full site editing, not everyone is using it. Not everyone's going to be using it immediately, right? And so if you start testing someone's proficiency on WordPress on whether they know full site editing or not, they could, again, be an expert, but they may not know full site editing yet. And so it becomes a very tricky balance with certification. And I think that, I think where you were talking about who needs it and what it's for, dividing your certifications down to smaller certifications mm -hmm. is going to be key. And that was what I couldn't win. That was a battle I couldn't win in another uh, one where it was just, it was so broad. And I was like, it's just so broad. And it became, it was, 
it was very difficult to pass. I mean, it was a very difficult certification test to pass because of that. So I think parsing that down will give people the ability to be more honed in on their certifications too. And, um, and I love that taking the courses shows up on people's profiles and I'm, I'm assuming certification, certification badges will too, perhaps. That's, we may not call it. So we, in WordPress, inside of WordPress.org culture, we have um, the term badge reserved for those that are contributing specifically to teams. So there will be something on your profile that indicates if you've gotten the certification Whatever that something is labeled may not be badge, but maybe it will. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to throw out certification seal. There you go. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to just throw that out there. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but you're on the right track. Yeah. I think yeah. I think being able to chunk it down and then um, something I've been kicking around, but I, I should probably write a real actual proposal for this, is that if you think about it from the employer side, the employer wants then if somebody is applying for a job that wants that certification... I need to find out from other open source communities and anyone really uh, how in the places that want that certification can access the data of if somebody has or not. Right now, it would be a visual check. Go find their .org profile and look at it. Ask for that on the application, right? But could we see a way of fetching that data into systems? That could be kind of fun. Yeah. There's a lot of other higher priorities right now, but when we get to that, spot in the process yes for sure yeah and those that have taken part already in other open source projects you are high on my radar for folks that <laughs> when we get to that creating a, a survey type of question and thinking it through very high on the priority of folks to learn from i will say too that you can find other content across learn that is not exclusive to just vanilla wordpress by that i mean if you want to build a five-page website <laughs> i need a contact form if you would like to sell something on your website, since I'm talking with you, the Woo folks, there will be content, whether it's all there or not. There's a little bit there right now, but we have some basic guidelines so that we are fairly impartial in the information that's delivered. You need a contact form? Cool. Here are a lot of contact form options. We're going to teach you this one method, but if you want a different form, here are here's a link to go find the other forms. To be representative of the folks in the third-party ecosystem in a way that is fair and at the same time pick something and do something <laughs> at least with that information yeah absolutely and and so that's uh, you you mentioned it and that was actually what i was going to ask you next is are there plans since Woo falls under automatic there's you know we've got woocommerce woo payments now and then of course melpoet yep. so will those become part of the learn ecosystem just as a core. Right. Um, so originally when I started kicking around an idea and I say I a lot, but I please, please know in my heart of hearts that, um, I have talked about this with other team reps. I have talked about this with the team. One of the other things that we have considered is, uh, initially let's make sure if we're going to start calling in employers to represent and give a voice to what they need, let's equally ask both Woo and EDD folks tell us some information about what you need. There could be some times where one would be the preferred solution and times where the other would be a preferred solution. So playing nicely, even throughout our system, yes, I think that you would see a lot of that. What we do have as our basic guideline is right now, everything must be available that we mention or refer to freely through the .org repo. 
because if anybody wants to follow that training material and do that thing, they need to be able to access it without asking for some test license or something like that. Uh, so it needs to be free, needs to follow the GPL, needs to be in .org. And from there, there's a lot still that can be learned. Cool. Yeah. We, you know, we used to only do the free versions of things too, but then we, we have expanded in the last two years to, we, we will have the first part of our courses will cover the free, but then we will actually dig into more paid uh, features, just telling the students that these are paid features that we're about to cover. And, you know, they don't have to purchase it. They should watch it first. But then they can see if they need it or not. And so, you know, not that not that learn needs to do that. Learn, I do believe you are right that it should stay with the free, um, the free components so that everyone can follow along. I think that's that's a good thing to do. Um, so, so, so many exciting things there. And I just want to point out again, because you flew through it at the beginning, but there are different parts for different people. There's just stuff for devs, there's stuff for new learners, there's something for everyone out there. And so everyone needs to get involved. And so I'm going to have you just kind of go through that again, one more time of just where people should look, if, especially if they, and, and, and if they want to get involved on the learn team, what should they do? Okay, the learn team. Behind it is the training team. Make.wordpress.org slash training. We have links there for everything. <laughs> cool. So, and you can swing through the training team uh, team's blog post called a P2 if you're familiar with WordPress contributors. So that would be our little home where all the documents are. And um, we have links to our Slack channel there and all kinds of things. We also have links if developers want to develop Developers are welcome to help us create content. We really need help with things uh, we would like to. Can you imagine all of our lesson plans, what to learn right now, sit in a blog archive. Wow. Reverse chronological order. That doesn't make sense. No. Dear developers, if you are itching <laughs> to develop in a way that helps other people learn stuff, uh, please come and help us wireframe up some things and maybe develop some code that will help us have a more logical journey. Matt has referred to that as a uh, choose your own adventure. And so we have a rough table. It's literally just a table that I made mm -hmm. that people could go through in a slightly sequential order. But if you would like to help us assemble this information in more of a logical flow for how people learn, we would love to work with the developer for that. So come over to the training team's make site and you can find links for that. The types of learners that come to the site to learn the polished product, learn.wordpress.org. That could be, we have a couple content types. Lesson plans, good for someone that is going to be teaching or presenting to others. It's basically all of your research done for you. And we would almost consider this the foundation of the other types. Because before you make a workshop video, type two, you want to have done some research into that topic. So the research is done for you. Um, so workshop videos, and we have quite a few of those popping through in additional languages. So our workshop videos are aiming for around five minutes. Sometimes they go a bit longer. Um, but a workshop video would be a short video version that ideally is directed at the individual learner. So a lesson plan is for someone that's presenting or teaching to others. A workshop video is direct learner. A course is I want to go through this more deeply, and I may not do it all in one sitting. And then social learning spaces, you could find those also in every WordPress admin dashboard if you still have your events and your upcoming events widget displayed in the WordPress dashboard. It will show you your nearby events since we're starting to do those again. 
And it will show you topical events that are happening through Meetup and Zoom, but are attached to learn.wordpress.org. So they're called social learning spaces, all types of different topics. And anyone that would like to facilitate those as well is welcome to come over. Um, you can either check out the training team site or learn.wordpress.org slash contribute. Learn.wordpress.org slash contribute. Not a good place to check. And speaking of contributing, I want to give a shout out to GoDaddy for letting you, they're using five for the future, the way it's supposed to be used, letting you spend some of your time on their dollar to work on WordPress. So thank you very much, GoDaddy. And because I know you're a dev advocate and I know you guys are out there hunting hot and heavy. So tell people what, what, you know, what are you looking for and what should they do to get uh, your attention? Yeah. So my role at GoDaddy Pro as a dev advocate is advocating for those who are building sites for clients. There are lots of parts of GoDaddy. Oh my gosh, I didn't know how big GoDaddy was until I joined our company Slack. Whoa. Uh, So we have a lot of things going on at GoDaddy. I am in GoDaddy Pro as part of Adam Warner's team. A lot of Google folks know both Maya Lankar and um, Marcus Burnett as well. So that's my little immediate team, along with um, Sandy Edwards of Kids Camp and uh, Ken Crockett just joined us recently. I am the one right now as a dev advocate. My role is to continue advocating our customers that are building sites for clients need such and such. Also, I wear the same hat as it relates to WordPress.org. If people have concerns about what's happening with WordPress, there's a team of folks that are developer advocates like myself and multiple companies. And we're kind of working together, trying to help get people to raise the issues where they need to go. Um, traveling soon to WordCamps coming near you. Hopefully, I'll be at all of the ones going on in June, but we'll see. I think June's my earliest events in person. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Courtney. It's been a great discussion. And I know we're going to be wanting you to come back on, especially Mm -hmm. as we uh, start talking about certification or other things start growing and learn. We're going to want you to come back on and and, uh, talk about it. And maybe we'll also get your, um, maybe we can have the three of you, the three leads on here. That would be fantastic. If we could find that one hour that coordinates between all of you. (laughs) (laughs) that hour uh the earlier in the u.s time that we could have that hour because puja often stays up until about midnight for our team meeting so let's try very early in the morning that would be ideal all right we will sort that out we'll get bob we'll get bob on that bob will fix it all all right thank you so much and we will talk to you again Hey everyone, Bob WP here, and thanks again for tuning in to today's show. We'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends. PeachPay, a slick and simplified express checkout that is fully customizable with an easy way to upsell or add customer incentives to the checkout. You can find them at peachpay.app. And WP Activity Log helps you or your clients keep track of team challenges in WooCommerce, such as changes in the store settings, coupons, orders, products, and a lot more at WPActivityLog.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at DoTheWoo, on the podcast here on our site at DoTheWoo.io, or on your favorite podcast app. Until the next time, keep on doing the woo.